Hello, this is Carrie Pike, creator of Carrie Bears, and you are listening to Something to Hold On To, episode number 46, The Miracle of the Motor. I want to start off this episode by telling you a little story. Actually, this is a big story throughout the whole episode, but a small little story to intro. When I had my twins and they were pretty little, I want to say maybe three years old, we lived in our first house that had a big bay window in the front of the living room and the kitchen. And we were sitting at the kitchen table and we um, were sitting there and a bird flew right into the window, like right into the window. And we all were very aware of it and frightened. And it was like, oh no, it just, I guess it was so clean. It hit the window. <laughs> And it was, um, I wanted to teach them a lesson, I guess. Or the first thing in my mind was, oh, let's go help this bird. And we can say a prayer and it will heal and fly away. Anyway, we went out onto the porch and the bird just was so stunned. It just sat there and it wasn't moving and I said boys let's say a prayer that this bird will be okay and we did and we got some food for us some bread and a little water and and I just knew in my heart that this bird was going to fly away and my twins would recognize the importance of prayer and faith and it would be a great little learning experience and (laughs) I We went back inside and, you know, we didn't want to disturb the bird. It looked okay, but it just wouldn't fly away. So we went kind of a little bit about our day and I kept checking and the bird just kept sitting there. And in my mind, I thought, oh dear, maybe this wasn't the greatest example of what to teach these boys. And it kind of just stayed there for a really long time. I I want to say hours. And I kind of just decided maybe that wasn't going to work. So later on in the day, I noticed it was gone. And I'm hopeful it flew away and everything was fine. But it kind of gave me the lesson rather than the boys. You know how that works sometimes as parents? We go, oh, right, that was for me, not for them. And it made me think of how sometimes we pray and we don't get answers right away and sometimes the answers are the answers we think we need because he knows right he knows he knows what we need before we even ask anyway I want to share with you a story about the motor in my stuffing machine so in episode number nine I talk about the stuffing machine and how incredible it was that I was even able to purchase it and get it from Texas, and there's quite a story behind that. So if you're interested, listen to episode number nine, because it is quite a miracle also. But I wanted to share with you that a few months ago, my stuffing machine stopped working. Okay, it didn't stop completely, but I could tell it was just chugging along. And again, I would pray that it would work for one more order or for this big order that I needed to get out. And it miraculously would. It would work just a little bit longer and a little bit longer. 
But I knew I couldn't keep doing that. I mean, I knew that there was something wrong. So I started calling the manufacturer. I bought it secondhand. If you listen to, again, episode number nine, I, I got it from a different company. But the manufacturer of the stuffing machine was located in New York. And the overall company that um, sells the machine was in Texas. Well, I called New York and they gave me a couple of ideas. They they haven't manufactured that machine for a while. But, and of course it's older, so it's a little different. And I also called and emailed people in Texas about asking them, you know, what the possibility might be to, to fix it and if they knew of anyone local. I also went to Build-A-Bear, our location here in a, in a mall, and asked them who they used to maybe fix their machines because it's very similar, not, not the same scale, but I thought that maybe that would be a good opportunity um, to get some help. And then I also just, you know, just kept praying <laughs> for direction. And I had some, I have a friend that her brother has a, a different stuffing machine. I thought, okay, for backup, maybe I could go there and rent their machine or rent Build-A-Bear's machine. Anyway, I had all these ideas because I was fast approaching this Christmas season and I, I get more orders this time of year. And it was interesting though, I, with this year of COVID, things just haven't been what we all imagined they would be. And I haven't had as many orders as I thought. And so I was still, I, but I knew I needed this machine. So I was very prayerful and very hopeful and trying to be guided. Our dryer actually went out. Um, the heating element went out and I had some repair people over to fix that. And I asked, asked them, I said, is there a chance that you would look at this kind of machine? And they had to check and said they would get back to me. I also had a friend who knew how important this was and how I was worried about it and she was listening to the radio and she said Carrie I heard that Diamond Rental actually would take a look at appliances you might call them and I thought that was a really weird thing because Diamond Rental in my mind rented you know big heavy equipment or chainsaws or things like that and I didn't call them right away. I just thought, well, I'll keep praying. I'll keep looking for other guidance and direction. And finally, when I was not getting where I needed to go, um, the company in Texas said they, they thought it might be the motor and that they wanted to get measurements and that they would send me a motor. And then if it worked, I could pay for it. And if it didn't, then we'd figure out something else. They were trying their best to be so helpful. But the problem was that the area where the motor goes in is very small and it's smaller than what they manufacture now. So all the motors that they had available were larger than the area that my motor, the capacity to put the motor in would, would work. So that didn't work. I ended up calling Diamond Rental. I pleaded my case and I said, I know this sounds a little odd, but I was wondering if you could maybe take a look at this machine. And I explained what I used it for and explained my purpose. And they said, you know, can you bring it in? And I said, no, it's so big. 
and heavy and so they asked me what kind of motor it was and the model number everything and then they said they'd call me back this lady called me back and said I we have a company that helps repair motors locally and I think if you can get your motor out of your machine then they would take a look at it I called them explained the situation and they were open to that and I said wonderful that's so great I just felt like that was so inspired that my friend would listen to this ad that I finally would call and that they would follow through and give me this option so it was called generator exchange was this motor place and it's quite an ordeal to take apart this machine I guess I'm not handy in that way, obviously. <laughs> and my cute husband and my boys were helping me. But it's so heavy and you have to twist the top off. I mean, it's, I don't know, four feet or so of the top part. And maybe four feet on the bottom. And you have to twist it in a way and then it's all connected with hoses and wires. And then we laid it on its side, the top part on its side after we disconnected it. And tried to unscrew where the motor goes and... Anyway, we finally got it off and, and then we pulled the motor out and all this oil leaked out. And I was grabbing towels and I'm like, what on earth? I had no idea that there was like oil in this top part of the cavity of the motor. Anyway, got it all cleaned up, decided to drive out to this generator exchange. I want to back up just one second. I, my dad was great with fixing things. Sometimes they were fixed with duct tape, but many times he just was able to fix it. And I knew early on, I kept saying, dad, I got to fix this motor. Please help me figure this out. And I just knew that if my dad were here, he could fix this motor. Anyway, so I am driving out to generator exchange and I'm driving and I'm driving and it is so far away and this time of year again I just have to reiterate that I'm very busy with orders and all of my time is so precious and I kept thinking okay the end goal is to get this motor fixed so this is a good thing that I'm driving clear out here it just was so far it felt like so far away and as I was driving to the opposite side of the valley here in Salt Lake City. I looked up, because it was so far, and I looked up and I could see Kennecott Copper Mine. And I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it, it's, it's pretty, it's huge. And it's really big as you get closer to it. And as I was kind of griping and moaning, I thought in my head, oh my goodness. <laughs> My dad worked at Kennecott Copper Mine for years and years when he was here and alive. And I had the sweet confirmation that I was going the right direction with this motor. I know that might sound funny, but it was such a witness to me and I was so grateful. So I get to this place, this generator exchange. And I go in with my motor, my precious little motor, and again, plead my case. I am telling these two men who are piddling around with all these motors, totally reminded me of my dad, which I loved. 
I was asking them, please, can you please fix this motor? I'm desperate. I need this to work. And I t explained what it was for. You know, they do motors for all kinds of stuff and they do things with cars. And I probably looked like so out of my element going in because it just was a place I normally wouldn't go. And I was directed there. I have no doubt I was. So I left the motor. They said, okay, we'll try and call you tomorrow and let you know what, what we're looking at. So the next day came and it was a Friday and I called them and they said, oh, we're, we're not quite, we've looked at it, but we're worried about the windings being burnt. I don't know much about motors, but the windings being burnt up and, and I said, okay. And they said, we're, we're still looking at it. So we'll call you back after the weekend. So all weekend long, I kid you not, I was praying <laughs> for the healing of a motor. I... In my mind, I was thinking if God could move a mountain, he could heal a motor, right? I just, I knew it in my head. So I kept praying for that. Well, Monday came and they didn't call. And Tuesday they said, it's still, we're still worried about these windings. We've replaced the bearings, but we're worried about the windings. And I said, okay, I'll just call you tomorrow. And they called me the next day and left a message. And I called them back and they said, we just wanted to let you know that we fixed your motor. <laughs> and I, I tried not to cry on the phone, but as soon as I hung up, I asked them first before I say this, I, I asked them, I said, well, would it have been better to buy a new motor? Like I, and they said, oh no, oh no, we, we could not find a motor that would be able to replace this motor like this is this is your option is to have this fixed and we were able to do it and it should last you a really long time and anyway as I got off the phone <laughs> I fell to my knees with so much gratitude I was so grateful for these men for the direction that they could fix this motor it's a motor but it was so important to me and God knew it was important to me so anyway I was so excited I drove out to get this motor and they explained to me that there's a little gasket on the top that was really fragile and that I needed it to, to have a seal for the motor so that the oil wouldn't come out. And I said, wait a second. Okay, so it needs to be full back with oil. What kind of oil? And they had no idea. They said, we don't know, but you have to have oil in it to make the gears, you know, work and not burn up and stuff and and they said but you cannot let the oil get out because it will ruin the motor if it gets on the motor oh my goodness so there was more to this miracle motor <laughs> i was thinking oh we're done we're home free we've got the motor fixed but nope just like in my beginning of my story sometimes there's more to it <laughs> than we realize so I, he said you need to replace the gasket or put some silicone on it or something so that you can make sure it's sealed. So I got the motor, got it back home, got it back, and I was looking at it, and I called I called the company again back in New York that manufactured it, and they did not know, but they said that Granger was the manufacturer of the motor, that the motor had already come with the oil and everything when they got it. So that I should call Granger, who makes the motor. 
So I called, but it was a national number. And again, they listened to my story. They were trying to be helpful. All they had was like a gallon of oil. And really all I needed was four ounces. But this gallon of oil wouldn't come for like three weeks. And it was over $100. And I just was like, there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a, another solution. So I I noticed in online that Granger had a location locally, but not a local number. So I packed up my motor and drove down to their location. And of course, with COVID and everything, you had to wait outside. Again, precious moments, but I needed this. So I waited outside. I went in, talked about the gasket. They didn't have a gasket. It was bond back order for a few months. They suggested a little silicone thing, you know, tube that maybe that would work for what I needed. So I bought that. I even looked at making my own gasket, but the material and the cutter would not work. I mean, it would it would work, but it was going to be hundreds of dollars, which I didn't really want to spend at this time. And then the oil, they didn't have the oil and they said they could get some in in about a week, but maybe there's another location somewhere else that could get me the oil. So they gave me the specifications and as I walked out the door, someone, a, a gentleman asked me if I was able to get the help I needed and I explained the oil and they said, oh no, no, you, I'm sure you could get this oil at this place. So they gave me another location to go to and then that location said, no, you should look at this place. And so I went to a second location and I walked in and I had the specifications luckily and the gentleman was very kind and said, no, I've got this oil right here, right around the corner gave me the oil and then he said no wait what is this for and I explained and he said no this actually will smell like gas like petrol you you really need a different oil and then he looked at the specifications more and he decided that yes it had a food grade oil component that that the oil that he had given me did not have and I was so grateful again I know this is more details than you want to probably listen to but it was so meaningful that I kept being guided so I decided to just get back home order the oil that would come in a week and go from there well a week later the oil came and I kid you not I was giddy I was like so excited I'm like this is gonna work we're gonna put it together I am home free the oil is here <laughs> we'll figure out the gasket thing so that night I was praying that we'd put it together the right way because it was a little more complicated than it looked. And it's so heavy, like I mentioned, the top part is so big and heavy that you had to, and, and then the oil had to go in the top little part of this motor without spilling, that we had to have one of my sons on one side of the machine and one of my sons on the other side of the machine. And then we put the third side on the edge of a table and my husband went upside down back, you know, on his back to look up into the place where you put the motor so that he could carefully put the oil in and put it up without spilling. And I was trying to shine a light and my one son kept saying, it'd be so much easier if we could turn this all the way upside down, but we didn't think the oil thing would work. And anyway, we put it back together and connected all the hoses, put it back on the bottom part of the machine, connected everything. And it was really late at night, so we decided not to turn it on. And I thought, okay, tomorrow we'll turn it on. Oh, I have to tell you one thing. My husband said, I don't feel like we should use the silicone just in case we have to take the motor back off, which is a very important part. I felt like that was very inspired. And 
I said, okay, we'll just hope that the gasket that we have will do the trick and that it won't leak the oil. So we did that and put it all back together. The next day, I went about my morning and then decided to try and turn it on. And I was very hopeful and very excited. And I turned it on and it didn't work. (laughs) I was like, wait a second. Wait a second. I have been praying. I have done all the steps. I have been guided. I know I've been guided. And it didn't work. And I thought, well, there's something else. There's something else that we need to do. And I could hear it trying to turn. But the inside that would fluff the stuffing and make it work didn't turn. I have to I have to say I was a little bit discouraged because, again, I thought we were home free. It took a couple of days. And I talked to my husband. I said, I think we need to do something different. I think something with the gears. I'm not quite sure, but we got to figure out something. I really need this. He knew how much I needed it. I know he was probably worried more than he let on. So a couple days later, again, we took it apart. We got it on the table. We had both son, my son on one side and my other son on the other side. My husband upside down on the floor, like laying on his back, looking up and he took the motor out and my son, who had suggested before that we maybe turn it all the way upside down, said it again. And I thought, you know what? That could work. And my husband was in agreement. He said, yeah, let's try that. So we turned the top part of the machine all the way upside down so that we weren't crawling underneath it. I was worried about the oil because we had measured the oil before it went in, but there's still some oil on the gears. And actually, when we turned it upside down, like there was another gear that kind of fell out. And my other son said, I think the gear goes here. And we put it back together and put as much oil as we could on the underside of it and then put the motor part on it and screwed it in and put all the wires together again. Meanwhile, I am praying, praying. I had even, to back up another little second, I had been talking with my dear friend Dion in Texas and she she has a podcast episode also because she has so much faith <laughs> and her husband passed away but a few episodes ago we we shared that story she I told her about the machine and I told her I texted her and I said hey if you have a minute say a little prayer for me we're putting our machine back together tonight and that was the first time we put it together and um she texted me a prayer like she texted me her prayer and it was so meaningful to me I I cried and it was so helpful I know this sounds funny to pray about a machine and a motor but it sure wasn't funny to me (laughs) so and I think that God knew it wasn't funny he knew I needed this so we turned the machine upside down the top part of the machine upside down put it all back together and again my son that was helping with the gears said I think we should connect it before we put the top part to the bottom part and just see if it works and so we did and went to flip the switch to see if it would turn and see if it would work and it did (laughs) and I was so excited I was hugging my husband and watching it turn and 
knew it was a miracle. I know. I know the Lord is mindful of us. He wants us to have things work. Sometimes they don't happen the way we need them to or the, th- the way that we think we need them to. But he knows. He knows the very detail before we even ask it. And my machine was working and I'm so happy. Oh my goodness, over a machine. I can't even I can't even describe it. We decided to unhook it and put it back the right way and put it all the way back together. And that day I stuffed so many bears. I absolutely have a huge grateful heart for a motor that works for oil that is the right kind, for a gasket that's doing its job, for guidance every step of the way. I have no doubt. He's there for us. God wants things to work out. He wants us to be happy. And today I just wanted to share with you How grateful I am that he is mindful and that he is in the details of our lives. I love him. I have faith that prayer works. I have faith that we get answers and that we are guided if we just listen and we have patience. What if it hadn't worked? What if my machine hadn't turned on? I had thought about that quite a bit, especially after the first time it didn't. And I know that there would have been another way. I know that God would have provided something different if it hadn't worked. And I just wanted to share with you that I know my dad was there helping us too. That God didn't leave us alone in putting that machine together. That we were inspired. And that my dad was helping also and I'm grateful for that it's just about Thanksgiving and I'm very 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 thankful for so much and I'm thankful for this simple but detailed miracle in my life I really am grateful and I just wanted to share it with you I hope you find something to be grateful for today something that you have had faith about and that if you keep believing and you keep having faith God will answer again maybe not exactly the way we think or the way we hope but he is there and he is aware of what we need thank you for listening to me today thank you for sharing in this miracle and this joy and in being hopeful I hope it has helped you a little bit today I am ever grateful. If you or someone you know is grieving and would find comfort in having something to hold on to that's tangible and a part of their loved one's journey, please visit our website, carriebears.com. My book, Something to Hold On To, is also available on my website. These stories of different people in their grief have helped so many find hope. The book also includes a chapter on the making and the delivering of 9-11 carry bears to the FDNY, NYPD, and Port Authority families 
in New York City. This is Carrie Pike, creator of Carrie Bears, wishing you love and laughter, hope and healing.